welcome ladies and gentlemen to j house radio episode 83 we're back from our little hiatus gotta take a break once in a while um but we're here los my co-host how you doing what's up man good i'm good for the most part you know life is uh throws a lot of curveballs but you know i'm good i can't complain really i mean you just gotta just gotta get that baseball mitten ready that's all you know what i mean kidding me Fucked out. I'm getting a net. <laughs> Can't miss. Uh, and I'm in the other host of the show as well, KJ. Um, I'm just I'm happy to be back. It's it's been a while. Feel a little rusty. Uh, so you guys might have to excuse me if I am rusty. Um, thank you for everybody who's watching us live on the YouTube side of things and the Twitch side of things. Once again, Papa Adams, I see you in chat. Our audio listeners, uh, don't forget to leave a review for the podcast. Uh, show your support, show your love. And like I said, if you're watching this on the video side, hit that like button and subscribe. Um, before we jump into everything, I want to give a special shout out to um, our Patreon users. So if you guys want to support the podcast, you guys can check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash jhouse radio. Um, you guys can get special benefits and um, uh maybe even some you know free merch depending on which tier you sign up for just like um miss luna wolf miss lunar wolf on patreon.com uh just want to give her a shout out we're going to have a special um q a session basically during uh podcast episodes for our patreon subscribers you guys can submit your questions for certain questions or uh just topics you guys want to you know add to the show basically or things you want us to review uh so, that as well that as well you know you uh, guys are you guys are, are part of this to change um your perks uh based on your level we just haven't had a chance to sit down and work it out um but yeah you, you, you'll be surprised some of the stuff we're coming up with true you indeed know, we're both talented artists we're gonna come up with something good you know <laughs> true indeed, true maybe indeed. a picture of kj in one of his sexy shirts yeah, you know the uh, yeah tank tops and the uh, the uh, jean shorts and the boots. You know. Nah, we we, we should uh we should give an autographed um KJ as a Joker picture. Okay. Oh wow, yo, you you are you are infatuated with me dressing up as Joker. I definitely got to do that again. I haven't done that in a while. I think it's been a while since I did Joker. Yeah. Uh, one um, of our patron members. Uh, Kira said chocolate bunnies. Chocolate bunnies, lol. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe for uh. A certain tier on Patreon, we can give our Patreons a special commemorative edition of a chocolate bunny from J House Radio. Uh, yeah, Kara, you get yours free, of course, obviously. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, you know, it's been owed to you for so long. Uh, Dark Legion, wow, I haven't seen your troll self in chat in a very long time. Uh, where are the bunnies at KJ? Yeah, so there was supposed to be a in person podcast episode last week with Los. Uh, like I said, life situations happen. It it it, it is what it is in all seriousness. But uh, we're gonna try yeah, to. And unfortunately, it wasn't like a fun type of situation. Like something serious happened uh, on my side, so the, the 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 fault's all mine. No, it's 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 probably on mine too. So you know, we both take the fault. It's it's fine. That's all good. But either way, KJ we're going to forgot his sexy shirt. He left it at the laundry. That's what it was. <laughs> Hey man, my my uh, sexy shirt shrunk in the dryer. I, I left it in there way too long. That's what it was. Yeah, well, no, I said I that once, and it was really that I got fat. But you know, that's just me. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> oh man. Well, since it's been a long time since we uh been on the air, uh, we're just gonna try to catch up on a few things. Los, um, we're gonna do a uh, what have you, where have you been or what have you been doing? PWL. 
what have you been up to, Los? What's new with you? Um, I finished watching season three of Star Trek Picard, and that was an amazing season. Unlike okay, okay, okay. Season three was good. I mean, there was, I mean, there was a lot of fan service in it, and some of it really um was kind of unnecessary. Okay, but for the most part, it was really good. It was a real. And and what made it really good is they still kept the humor in it. So it was funny. It was serious. It kept you at the edge of your seat. Um, uh, unlike the other two seasons of Star Trek Picard, where I feel like they could have lost two or three episodes and still have done the story, season mm-hmm. three like was a complete story and was really good. Like okay. really like the best season of Star Trek in a while. Um, wow, I that's big. The, yeah, I watched the Shazam movie, Fury of the Gods. And that was very hit or miss for me. Okay. Um, how many how many chocolate bunnies would you give Shajam? I haven't seen it yet. I'd have to give it like on a multiple scale thing. Like the story okay. was a four. Okay. Um, the humor was a three, which was surprising because in the first one, the humor was spot on. Um, I love the humor in the first one. Yeah, it's yeah, good. The humor in the first one was spot on. The second one was like... It was mostly hit, but there was a, enough misses in it that you noticed. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh. Because sometimes you watch a movie, there's like one or two misses, and you're like, you know, you forget about it. Yeah. Until you do a rewatch. Uh, but this one, it was literally like there were enough misses in it that you were like, ooh, that's that's kind of bad. Um, uh. What I didn't like, in the first one, the younger version of Shazam, Billy, and, uh, and Shazam, they matched. Like the, a lot of mannerisms, their tone, the humor. Okay. But in this one, it didn't match so much. Like, Billy, who was the, the younger version, seemed more serious than Shazam, the grown-up superhero version. Oh, so that okay. was, that threw me off a little bit, but it was like Shazam was in 90% of the movie, and Billy was in, like, 10. So okay. I, I guess I would give it a three and a half, you know. Three and a half chocolate it. bunnies? Okay. Yeah, a stream it, not, not um. Not to go to the theaters. Now, do you think that based off the way it ended without giving any spoilers, do you, do you see them making another another Shazam movie? Uh, it's iffy, um, and it's iffy only because um, we don't know what the next tone because we're going from the DCEU to the DCU. Yeah, and I don't know what the tone for the DCU is. From what I understand, the Flash movie which is the last remnant of the DCEU matches the DCU in tone. So the DC, so that's the only thing that's known to carry over into the DCU, you know, the gun show. Yeah. So, um, I don't know it, Once I see the flash, I could definitely say yes or no, but, okay. um, it was definitely, it was definitely tonally different than anything else in the DCEU except the first movie. Um, okay. But everyone gave great performances. I thought the performances were great. I thought the story was good. It was just um, certain tones of it felt um, a little too childish when it shouldn't have been and a little too adult when it shouldn't have been. You know? Okay. But overall, again, you'd stream it and you'd stream it happily. Going to a movie theater, you'd be like, that was good, but. You know? <laughs> like, you wouldn't hate the fact that you watch it, but. You'd be less likely to rewatch it on a stream, but on a stream you might rewatch it. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. So it's like one of those movies where you're like, okay, I'll pay the money to maybe rent this, 
but I don't want to pay the money to watch it in the theater. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That 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 makes sense. That makes and sense. It's definitely not a date movie. It's definitely not a date movie. Oh gosh darn. Movie. Goodness gracious. I was looking for this to be a date movie for me. Um honestly no, I was actually I was looking forward to seeing this. I still I still might see it. Um it's it's actually a lot of movies coming out in theater. I was I was just talking, you know, to my girl about this. It's a lot of movies coming out in theater right now. It's kinda hard to keep up with everything. Um I'm actually thinking about getting that uh A list subscription from AMC. Where you can watch like three feet. It's worth it. Totally worth it. Yeah, Kira Kira got it um, during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Completely worth it. Um, We're actually both going to sign up to it really soon again, so we can both go. Okay. Think about it. It, It's you pay the I forget how much it is a month, but I want to say twenty five for the sake of argument. Yeah, I think it's twenty five a month. You can watch two or three movies a week. If you're a big movie head, it's so worth it. You know, we watch matinees. Mm-hmm. Um, there's discounts on food. It, it, it's a hundred percent worth it. So a hundred dollar, because that's how much it costs to go to the movies now. A hundred dollars turns into like seventy. So it's worth it. Okay. Okay. Um, Legion of Chat says, but it would be super good if they did a Shazam versus Black Adam. That was the goal. That was the plan. But I don't think that's happening anymore. I, th- yeah, I don't think it's happening anymore. And the thing is, too, I don't think that The Rock would have agreed to lose that fight. I think I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think the Rock would have agreed to it. I wish he would just get over himself sometimes. Um, but yeah, nine times out of ten, if James Gunn does something with Black Adam, they're probably just gonna recast him. Yeah, honestly, yeah. you know. But yes, it, I would love to see it. It, it sucks because I I think the Rock did a okay job. You know, wasn't bad. It was a little better than I expected, but you know. See, to me, it kind of <laughs> felt like you know. Um, I forgot if his character is Hobbs or Shaw. Hobbs. Okay. It felt like Hobbs in a Black Adam suit to me. <laughs> Hobbs in a Black Adam suit. I yeah, can see that. It, it didn't it didn't feel like like he didn't stretch his acting muscles, is what I'm trying to say. To be kind. I don't think he has acting muscles, to be honest. He has muscles, but none of them are acting, you know. He has his moments, <laughs> you know, where here or there, where yeah. you know, when he first started acting where he really put a lot of effort into it but then he just stayed that that action hero and never got out of it yeah i i, I love his comedy chops when 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 dwayne johnson does comedy oh he's impeccable i love it so good sarcasm yeah. is great well uh what i'm listening to i will talk about that in my recommendations uh what i've been playing is the street fighter 6 demo i don't know if you saw it on playstation All the demos out? i'm not sure if it's still out i haven't looked at it in a bit it might still be out, but the Street Fighter 6 demo did drop, I think, about a week or two ago, maybe something like that. Um, Shit tonight. And you get to you get to customize your character. Um, you don't get to do too much, but they do let you customize your character and walk around a little bit uh, and like do a little bit of fighting. Um, I think this I is the, the the Capcom 30 minute infomercial that they have on YouTube uh-huh. about it. So I know like a lot about the game that I'm just dying to buy it. Yeah, it's honestly, man, it's it's good. The the, the special effects, the graphics uh, look amazing. I love the art style, and this is probably the first game that has done the most customization ever. I, I play with a lot of fighting games that have done customization, like Soul Calibur. I think Mortal Kombat dabbled into it a little bit. Um, 
but man the customization is crazy you can literally make any kind of character you want you can deform their body in any kind of way you can have long arms short arms this i feel like i feel like capcom was like hey let's just have fun with the street fighter let's just let people do whatever the heck they want to do and just have fun but still do enough so that way it can survive in the competitive scene so i'm i'm freaking loving it man it, it's it's so far i think it's going to be a great game i'm looking forward to the community nights where you know i can tear you up like i always do whip you up and down left and right you know make you hey, make you man. call me daddy in mortal Kombat, you whoop my ass every time i'm terrible mortal Kombat. street fighter street fighter is a different story oh man i i, I don't know man I, I i'm actually i'm actually gonna like really uh practice this time and try to put a little bit more effort into it so uh you might get some competition this time man might get some competition oh, we'll see we'll see um Hold and a second. sure no problem just give me one second no problem i'm sorry continue i just gotta send a text no you're good um and chat let us know too chat what have, what have you guys been up to since we've since we've been gone basically what have you guys been watching watching uh what have you guys been watching and listening to over the past few weeks yeah uh, you know <laughs> that's my new word i come up with new words all the time um as far as what i've been watching i've been catching up on a few things um uh season three of you uh i know that came out like a little bit ago but i'm finally catching up on you um it's on netflix and i finally got to go see mario brothers with the kiddos and it was actually pretty good i think this is the mario movie that we've been wanting ever since we got that debacle with john lake um and i forgot the other guys from 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 the 90s mario movie um it's pretty I good i actually found out some things about that mario movie the, the, the first one john lake the first one okay what happened do you know that was the first movie that had true digital effects and particle effects and all the stuff that's in modern movies was first done in that movie. Really? Yeah. I was <laughs> okay. watching a video on a quarter crew on YouTube and okay. they have a segment called VFX breakdown where they, where they talk about VFX for movies yeah. and they did this lengthy thing talking about all the, the landmark things in special effects that happened during that super Mario movie, super Mario brothers movie. That's actually pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Interesting fact. Uh, Los, are you going to use stick on KJ? Legion says in chat, what's stick? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Even with the crazy casting? I'm a little confused, Dark Legion. You might want to break that one down for me a little bit. The only stick that I know is the, the, the one on Daredevil. Maybe. I don't know. Stick uh, for Street Fighter. Oh, maybe that's probably what he's. Maybe that's what he's talking about. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. You know. Oh, what? sticks for Street Fighter. Up. I don't know. Uh, uh, the one thing I do remember. Oh, the controller. Oh, sticks. Oh, could you just put like stick without an S? Like it would have been. Yeah. I was like, what oh, stick? Oh, okay, that controller. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm like, what stick? And then you said sticks. I'm like, oh, okay. You know. I thought that was a stick. character. I was ready to be like, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a new character? Uh, no, man, I, I'm like strictly like the old school controller and that's it. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I love those. But like, the I'm fight broke, sticks. So. I like the fight sticks, but I haven't, I haven't used like the actual like 
like uh fight sticks and everything like that and fighting games and so long that right. i would i would have to get that muscle memory back like that's just it's different to play like that compared to how we how we've been playing for the past what decade with the regular controllers yeah, you know what i mean regular controller yeah so I would have to really get used to doing that again. I mean, granted, I used to play like that all the time. That's literally the only way I used to play fighting games was with the control sticks in the arcade. So to get back to that again would be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Adams and chat, how you been, man? What you been up to over the past few weeks? What games are you playing? And are you going to be jumping into Street Fighter? Um, so yeah, like I said, Super Mario movie, I loved it. It was fun. I took the kids to go see it. The kids loved it um if you're somebody who is a mario fan this movie is 100 percent for you there was so many easter eggs and so many little moments and characters from older mario games over the years um even down to like just the music like literally everything like this was a movie just full of mario easter eggs basically it's as almost as if they took the super mario theme park and they just made a movie out of it that's basically what so it is so did they address the fact that the princess is always being captured? Um, not really, but I guess it's not, uh, not, 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 not really. No, I don't, I'm trying, trying to be careful with not to spoil anything. Uh, but no, they didn't really capture that. I mean, they didn't really, uh, say anything about that, honestly, because all over YouTube, there's videos that say that the princess is a hoe. Really? Why? Yeah, dude. Like, it's been popping uh, up on my feed like crazy. And it said, oh, you know, Mario goes in to try to save her. And she goes, nah, man, she left with, with what's-his-face. She a hoe. Oh, no, nah, people are just saying that. I mean, she was captured. Like, she's always getting captured. She's not just running off of Bowser. Like, she's getting captured Maybe by Bowser. Maybe she's into bondage. Maybe uh, she's yeah, into yeah, bondage. Yeah. You never know. Peach and her turtles. Um, side note, uh, Jack Black's uh, rendition of Peaches, the song that he performs in the movie, is actually being nominated for an Oscar, um, not for an Oscar, for an Academy Award. Are you serious? Yeah, it's 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 being nominated <laughs> at the Oscars. It, it's it's going to be nominated at the Oscars for an award for like best uh, best original song or something like that like when okay. i okay yeah i heard that before i saw the movie and i was like okay maybe the song is as good maybe it's like one of those like frozen songs where it's just like such a classic like contagious song and then i saw the movie and i was like it's it's not really that serious it's just jack black as bowser singing a song for like 10 seconds i, I didn't i didn't get it i don't know <laughs> but yeah it, it's it's being nominated um but yeah, the movie's big. Uh, it's I think it's the tenth animated movie in history to make over a billion dollars. It is really yes. It's making it's making rounds. It's making rounds. It's it's uh it's doing pretty good, man. So yeah, the movies you know are. We should do an episode of that. Watch the ten nominated animated movies. I mean, the, oh, the ones that's made over over a billion dollars. Yeah, the ones made over a billion. Yeah. That's actually interesting. I want to, I want to like pull it up real quick chat. If you guys don't mind, I know you guys don't mind. You miss us anyway. Well, I figured um, the Lego movie would be in there. I think, well, Mario would be in there. Maybe a Pokemon movie because of DVD sales and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I can't really think of any other movies, animated movies that would made over a billion. I, I didn't even know it was even that many movies that were made that, that actually animated movies that made over a billion i didn't even think that there, it was really that popular so uh 
all right here we go here just name a few despicable me 907 million oh no i guess it's giving me movies that made over a million dollars i don't know the top highest grossing animated films okay. uh despicable me too zootopia made 1 billion wow zootopia really? i'm surprised i did not know I've that i've never seen that i've i've seen like scenes of it because my kids watched it but uh-huh finding dory 1.3 billion that's obvious despicable me 1.3 billion toy story 3 1.7 toy story 4 1.7 minions frozen 2 incredibles 2 yeah so it's, it, these are I didn't know that they were that successful. I knew that they were successful animated films, but I didn't know that they were that successful to the point where they made over the billions. That's it's pretty deep. It's pretty that, deep. That is. Um, but yeah, the even with the crazy casting was the Mario movie. Says Legion in chat. Yes, the casting in the Mario movie. I was actually that's another thing I want to touch base on. I was actually kind of surprised that because when I first saw the casting, you know, Jack Black you know um and all the other like casting from that film uh who else did we get in there um i mean jack black i think he's he's been annoying in 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 a lot of movies but for animation i really do think he has the right personality and delivery for animation oh he did great as bowser like just hearing his voice you're sitting there thinking like is that really Jack Black? It doesn't sound like him. It sounds like him when he sings the Peaches song. Like, you can hear his little tone in there. But it does not sound like Jack Black. Not even a little bit. That's why I'm like, man, applause to that guy. He did an amazing voice job. All the, like, all the voice actors actually did great. You know, Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, um, literally everybody just did an amazing job. I, I was really surprised. Even Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. He didn't even sound like Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen did Donkey Kong? Seth Rogen did Donkey Kong. Did you ever hear Jack Black sing um, at the end of High Fidelity? I believe so. I haven't seen it in a, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Yeah, but the TV show was good, though. I love the TV show. I actually, I, I'm going to rewatch it next week. <laughs> I love the TV show. Um, but yeah, I, I don't remember it because I haven't seen that film in a while. So... But yeah, it, I mean, is even um, what is his name? Uh, Keenan Michael Key from the from the Key and Pill show. He did he he did Toad's voice. Great job. He did. Yes, great job. Like I when like like I said, when everybody saw this initial casting, people were thinking, like, "Oh, this is gonna like what is this? This looks like a joke." Right. Great freaking job. I was fairly very surprised. Good movie. With good, uh, good you, kid listen, movie. If you give it such high praise, I'd be willing to watch it. I, it. It's it's fun. I'm not saying it's like you know the next best thing since Titanic or anything like that. But it's if you love Mario and you just want to have fun and watch a fun Mario movie, it's fun. Let's jump into our segment, which is called Patreon Q and A. Which, like I said before, our Patreon members, subscribers, one of their special benefits is that they get to ask us questions that we answer on the show. You guys control the show. You guys can give topics for the show. That's your benefit for helping us out. Um, so, Los. Oh, oh yeah, you, trust me, you don't understand what what, what Kira is about to put us through. So yeah, uh, Los's Los's girl Kira is um, a Patreon member, and she submitted her Q and A question just like any of you guys can do through Patreon.com/slash/JHouseRadio. Go ahead, Los. 
So she said she might wanna wanna have us review a My Little Pony movie. Oh no. Wait, so that so that's her request? <laughs> yeah, and she says, I wonder how many chocolate bunnies would it take for me to change my mind? And that is a direct quote. Oh no. Listen, she's a Patreon oh, member. Dark Legion is fucking cracking up. She's a Patreon member. She controls the show. Just hey, like I said, any of you guys listening or watching live. Did you live? read what she just wrote in chat? What did she just put in chat? <laughs> Her evil laughter. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so um on a future episode. Boy, you better come up with some chocolate bunnies fast, otherwise uh, you're watching. My little pony. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, I need oh. to know. I need to know what do we have to do to get out of watching? How many chocolate bunnies is it gonna to take to get out of what um reviewing uh, my little pony? Like that's literally gonna be like a, a five minute YouTube video. I don't know if I wanna do a full podcast Bro, episode. You have like for a Dollar Tree or something that's like across <laughs> the street from you. <laughs> like for real. <laughs> Oh man, shipping costs, man. Shipping costs is like a killer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shipping like... costs. You were like, all you guys do is show a picture. I have them here. When I see you, I'll bring them to you. And she'll be like, okay. Oh, wait, so that'll work? I, I thought it had to be an actual delivery. I didn't know it had to be like, well, hey, here, well, I have it ready. What we have to ask our patron is, what will it take? <laughs> Yeah, we we'll definitely have to ask her that. So that's what yeah, it is. And, and then she said she's also going to make us possibly review country music music videos. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, so we got to find out uh, what uh -oh, can we do. Sorry, she says, nope, it has to be here. It has to be delivered. Oh, see, nice I told try. you. I, I told you. I figured it had to be delivered. She's not going to stand for that. Like, yeah, listen, I got it. It'll be there one day. No, it's got to be delivered. So, all right. So, you need to give me a time frame that if I don't deliver the chocolate bunnies, as if it's like a ransom note, if you do not deliver the chocolate bunnies, I will make you watch and review My Little Pony in in uh country music videos. Muhahaha. Bro, <laughs> and she loves country music, bro. Hey, man, that's not wrong with a little country. You know what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't, not, ain't not wrong with that. Um. <laughs> This is going to be fun, man. This is going to be interesting to see how this turns out. Um, oh, yeah. Believe me, she'll get worse. Like, like I, she'll find some. She said, some, I like, guess Korean Bluey also for us to watch. I guess Bluey. Listen, my daughter watches Bluey. I know me some Bluey. You know what I'm saying? Not that Ooh, I want to review. Bluey is uh, it's like a little the uh, dog cartoon. You probably seen it. I don't know. Is that the uh, little blue dog with the guy? Who's... No, not with the guy. It's like a like a, it's it's a little dog family. I'm about to find a trailer right now. I'm about to show you the trailer. That's and on Netflix, right? Yes, it's on Netflix. Guaranteed, you've probably seen. You've probably seen it. You'll probably find it before I pull it up. If I can no not Coco Melon. Oh no. Anything. Come on. All right, listen. I will okay, Dark Legion, baby. Dark Legion says, does the requirement have to be delivered himself or from Amazon? <laughs> why you gotta why you gotta possibly add extra stipulations to this, Legion? Okay. No, it just because said... you could sign on you could sign on Amazon right now and be like, click, you'll get it in two days. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? If that's the case, I will send it through Amazon. I was sending it through Amazon. 
because I, I would not suffer through Coco Melon. Sorry. And we'll put the video on our patron. Um, oh my God, Kira said himself with a smile. Whichever way it gets delivered, we're going to put it on Patreon so you can see exclusively yes. her reaction to, to getting the, 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 the chocolate bunnies. Himself with a smile. Jeez. Oh, he's going to be smiling because he's going to be nervous. This is this is turning into some interesting circumstances right now, chat. It, it, it really is. Jeez, we Louise. Might, we might have to like live broadcast just for Dark Legion. Yeah. <laughs> just so Legion can see it. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, we'll keep you guys. Uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned for the uh, Chocolate Bunny Saga continues. All right, let's jump into our show notes real quick, guys. We got a lot of stuff to catch up on, a lot of pop, pop culture things and trailers and so on and so forth. The Flash uh, has dropped about, I think, three trailers at this point. We had the yeah. teaser during the Super Bowl, and then the one trailer after that, and we had another trailer released like a week ago, I believe. Los, what do you think of The Flash? It looks really good. And he said that about a DC movie. Oh, man. <laughs> no, well, here's the thing. Like, look at the original Batman movie with um, Michael Keaton. That was a good movie. The first yeah. one. The second one was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Um, so it's just one of those things where, like, um, it looks good. I like the fact they have Supergirl in it. I like the fact that he's a younger version of himself in it. The Michael Keaton Batman. So you know you're in a different universe. Like, it has all these elements that are, you know, almost fanfic, but at the same time, it, it's it's something we're all looking forward to. Because the first movie, we're going to have several Batman in it. Because there's yes. three Batman in the movie. There's... Um, Wait, there's three? Like, three, yeah. I'm going I'm to explain them to you. Okay. Um, the first one is our favorite. Oh, God, which his name escapes me. Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. Okay. Then there's Michael Keaton. And the rumored last shot in the film is when Flash comes back to his universe, he runs into Batman with a with a different voice, and you see him from behind with a different costume. Oh. That's the rumor. If that rumor is true, it's probably Nightwing. Or it's um it's Robin from the upcoming um Batman movie that they're doing. Maybe. You know, because they are because they Nightwing, are doing it would be great. Uh, Dick it, Grayson Batman would be amazing. I would freaking love that, man. I would um, love that. It also could be his son. Oh, yeah, true. You're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so there's going to be three Batman in one movie. Two Flash and Supergirl. This, you know? uh, I, I, oh, man, this is... It's been a long time since I've been this excited about a DC movie. Like, there's yeah. some DC movies I was like, oh, you know, I can't wait to see it. It might be good. Like, I'm literally, like, when I first saw the first trailer and the trailers that came after that, I literally just, I get chills every time I watch this trailer. Because it literally, like you said, this feels like a fan fiction. This feels like somebody who is a super hardcore fan that said, and just went to DC and said, hey, can I make, can I make a Batman movie? By the way, yeah. can I add a few more characters in it? By the way, can I bring back some of like Superman's old arch nemesis? Sure, do whatever you want. Like this, it feels like it's not real, and especially I, coming from DC. I'm sad that Henry Cavill's not going to be in it because I really did like him as Superman. But believe it or not, the last time I was this excited about a DC movie was Superman Returns. Wow, 
but the, the movie let me down. But like during the trailer phase, I was super excited for that movie. I was like, oh my god, he looks like Christopher Reeve, this, that, and the other thing. Like he plays the character right. Yeah. You know, so I was super excited for that movie. Then I saw it and I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Halfway through. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait for this, man. I'm the, is there any way that this film could disappoint us? And if there is, what do you think it could be? Two what ways. You, okay. Two ways. One, that the movie is really, really good. But because Ezra Miller is such a whack job, he'll never come back as a Flash. Oh, that would hurt. Uh, but two, I, I, I can see that happening. Two, if the pacing of the movie isn't done correctly. If it's too rushed or too slow or if it's super fast and super slow and then super fast and super slow. Like, hmm. I, if it has... Um, if the storytelling is consistent and it flows properly, I think... It'll be a great movie, but if the, but if like in the other DCEU movies where it's up and down and up and down and up and down, mm. I don't think I'm gonna enjoy it. But Tom Cruise got a chance to see the movie ahead of time, and he said it was one of the best films he ever saw. And Tom Cruise literally watches two movies a day. He's that much of a movie buff. Wow. Yeah. I'm guessing it's Tom Cruise is saying that it's it's it's, it's got to be something. It's yeah. Got to be something serious, to it. Serious movie buff. So. Oh man. This this could literally like this could probably literally be the best DC movie we've ever had. And think about it, it's so that potential. good that it's the only movie from the DC EU that's getting counted in the DCU. Oh yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. I keep forgetting like every time I see the trailer, I keep thinking, "Oh, well James Gunn's doing his thing." Like, wait a second, James Gunn wasn't even there when this got made. He wasn't there yet. The, the only other rumor from the DCU, the gun show, is that uh, Jason Momoa is going to keep his role as Aquaman and also play Lobo. Oh, that's going to be interesting. That's that's the only two rumors that that have been consistently talked about. Okay. Okay. So those are the two rumors that I'm real interested in. But I don't think Ezra Miller is going to come back because of all his drama. That's what I'm a little worried about is if they're if 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 they could just be like, all right, listen, we're keeping like we're keeping you around because we know this film is going to be great. We spent too much money on it. We spent too much time on it and effort. And then, like you said, once it's done and they made their money, they're like, all right, we're done with you. We don't want to deal with any more possible issues in the future. The only other thing is, I mean, this is a rumor that persists, but I don't personally believe it. They say Justin Grant is going to take over for the flash i keep hearing that but i don't know if i want him as the flash at first i I did i don't want him to be the new flash and for one simple reason he's established a flash on tv that people have loved people have loved for nine seasons i believe it is yeah um and he should be allowed to end that because if he comes into the to the movie universe he's got to create a whole new flash and is he going to base it on ezra miller's where he's kind of a loner and kind of a whack job, or is he going to create another wholesome version of the Flash? And I just kind of think that, you know, just like Batman needs to get rebooted every once in a while, mm-hmm. why shouldn't the Flash? And again, not taking away anything from Justin Grant, I mm-hmm. just think that I think it's time for another person to play the Flash, if they're going to recast it. If they're going to recast it. I if just, I, 
I don't know. I think I, it, from the way the trailers look, it looks like Edward Miller is really popping out some super emotional acting chops. And that's something I'm really excited about because we didn't get that from the TV show Flash. In TV show Flash, he's, he's a little dull at times. You don't really see much emotion. And if you do, it's it's like his, his acting doesn't seem that great. His range doesn't seem that great. I think Ezra Miller, despite all of his off, off, this, um, off the camera acts, I feel like he has a little bit more range on the emotional side. Yeah. In my in my opinion. So that's why like if that if that rumor was true, I don't know if I would want that. You know, even though I haven't seen the movie yet and I haven't got to see how Ezra Miller does, just based off the emotion I see in the trailer, I'm like, man, this looks like this is going to be an emotional movie. It really does. And I just yeah. don't know if he has that range. Um. So Again, I, I mean, I feel bad the fact that Ezra Miller had so many mental health issues because I really did like his performance as The Flash. Yeah, I did. Too. Yeah, in the uh, previous films, I, I really did. Yeah. Once but I found again, out that... For all we know, he might get his shit together and he could keep him. I mean, I mean, look at look at Robert Downey Jr. He's literally one of our favorite actors in the entire, you know, MCU. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People want him to come back, and he was basically a drug addict at one point you know oh, what he was a drug addict I yeah mean, you know, he, he had he had a lot of issues yeah um but you know he was able to move past it and you know remember people forget robert Downey jr like did jail time yeah when he was promoting for um i think it was iron man mm -hmm. in japan they almost didn't let him in the country oh because of his uh history well because one of the questions asked is have you been convicted of a drug charge? Have you done drugs? Have you done this? Have you done any jail time? You know, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. to everything he, above. This was in an interview. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. What are you here for? I'm here for work. It was, it, yeah, it was before Iron Man got released. So it was during the initial press. Yeah. And someone from Marvel had to come, someone from Marvel J Japan had to come, show all his paperwork and this and the other thing to allow him in. But he's only allowed in for 48 hours when they kicked him out. Jeez. Only yeah. for 48 hours? Goodness 48. gracious. To come in, promote, and leave. That's it. Wow. Yeah. That's deep. That's deep. Uh, Legion in chat says, yeah, but at times, if you reboot Flash so many times, then it would be feeling like the Batman movies, but that's just me. I agree. Um, I don't think that they're going to try to reboot it. If they do anything, they might just recast it. I think it's still too early to try to reboot Flash. Like, it's literally well, his first solo movie. Well, here's the thing, too. You've only had one Flash in the movies. Yeah. Ezra Miller. Right? So if he comes over to... Um, if, they re if they recast the Flash, it's the first time he's ever recasted. Yeah. So unlike Batman, who's had how many? I think eight or nine? So many recasts. Batmans. So many. I, I, that's one thing I hate about the Batman franchise. It's like 20 different Batmans. And I get the whole multiverse thing is cool, but I kind of wish we had some. Just some. Just give me one Batman for at least a few years, man. Like, give me like 10 years, one Batman, and, and I'll be happy. <laughs> you yeah. know, but that's what that's what James Gunn's plan is for the gun show is to keep one consistent Batman. So we will see. Um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah, me, me too. I'm really open. Uh, speaking of more DC news, uh, did you get to check out the Blue Beetle trailer? And if you did, what do you think, yes. Los? There are parts of it 
that I really love. There are parts of it that I really like. And unfortunately, George Lopez is not one of them. Yeah. That, I I didn't like that when I saw 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 George Lopez in there. I was like, why? I, I don't like but him I as an actor. Batman is a fascist. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of on the edge with this one. Um I didn't like the trailer. I mean, some like you said, I guess I'm kind of like you in a sense. Some parts did look cool. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I can see how that can be cool. But it doesn't look like it'll be good. It just doesn't look like it'll be good, honestly. I think it's just going to be no, one of those popcorn flicks. I think flicks. it's going to be good, but I think it's going to be more similar in tone to, um, to, to Shazam. Yeah, I can see that. The first I can one. see that, yeah. It, it it does seem like it's it's, just, it's going to be a comedy type flick, basically. You, you know, it's like a fun comedy. You go see it in the summer and have some fun with it and have a few laughs, and that's about it. It's not meant to be a serious tone film. It does seem like it's more in the tone of, like you said, a Shazam, maybe like a Spider-Man kind of thing. You well, know, he, here's the one thing that I did like that I saw in the trailer. And again, if you're a comic book head, you know this. Okay. That there were three different Blue Beetles. Okay. Yes, there in were. The history of DC. And in this trailer, they show Blue Beetle version two, like his, you know, his beetle lair, mm-hmm. and um, and all his family is Jaime. Jaime's family is is in there, you know, controlling the the beetle ship and everything else, and blah blah blah. And there's and him being the third generation with mm-hmm. the scarab on his back. So I did like that. I also did like the fact that when he transformed into the Blue Beetle, it almost looked painful. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it so, did. like, I did like that. And I also did like the fact that if a kid becomes a superhero and he can create anything, he's going to pull from the things that inspire him, like cartoons and anime and things like that. And I yeah. did enjoy that. Yeah, I, I like I liked that at the end of the trailer. I think that they purposely did that. But the sword that he pulled out looked like the sword from uh, Cloud from Final Fantasy. Like the long sword that he had. And I've heard um, the sword that the triangle had from some video game drags around. Probably, I'm thinking you're probably thinking of Final Fantasy. I'm thinking. No, 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 no. It's a horror video game, right? Uh Where it's in a town and there's a character that, like, one of the bad guys who are after you is this big muscular guy with this huge sword. And he wears like a pyramid type. Oh, um, Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Thank you. Pyramid head. Some people yeah. were saying that sword is from Silent Hill. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You know what? You're probably right. Yeah, you, you're probably right. I don't know why. I, it, for me, it looked like it was uh, the, the sword from uh, the guy from Final Fantasy VII. But now that I'm looking at it live on the YouTube feed, yeah, it does look like the Silent Hill sword a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So those are the two things that I've heard. Um, I'm I'm going to watch it, and there are two reasons why I'm going to watch it. The same way the black community rallied around Black Panther and really made, really showed people the, the what do you call it the, the power of the black community and what they can support. I think Latinos would need to do the same thing for uh, the Blue Beetle. Yeah. Show that you know. We're a force to to actually, you know, the to to, um, to show how much our buying power is. 
you know okay. you know spending our money from our wallets into this movie will show that it's worth making a blue beetle 2 or digging into a lot of superhero lore to pull out latino superheroes because there are some yeah i can see that yeah uh, that's i think that's important representation is important it, it is yeah. important to represent you know your culture it, it is important to represent you know somebody who's whether they're representing the black community the latino what whatever your nationality is it's definitely important uh yeah. legion in chat says are you watching this in theaters or on streaming services i'm gonna watch the beetle in theaters okay okay absolutely watch it in theaters um and i think i might even do a video for patreon me going there my my initial reaction afterwards looks like it'll be okay uh, i'm not too excited about it but um <clears throat> for content purposes obviously we're going to see it we're going to review it we're going to talk about it we're going to give our thoughts before and after we'll keep yeah. you guys posted with what kind of video platform we're going to put that on and yeah we'll see you know it's great to see representation it's great to see more latino superheroes and um yeah let's see let's see how it goes yeah i i, I kind of think the um, the <sighs> We need to have, because think about it, even in Spider-Man, like you have, you know, the Indian Spider-Man is always represented every time they do the multiverse. You know, yeah. He shows yeah. Up. <laughs> um, so I just kind of think that a, a lot of these, the uh, Marvel and DC don't tap into uh, two of the largest, which is sort of odd to say, two of the largest minorities who have big purchasing power, the Asian community and Latino community, you know? That is true. And, and and I really do think they need to tap into that because it, it just not only shows diversity, it shows forward thinking and it shows inclusion and it'll help boost their profits. I personally think, you know, um, yeah. And, and I think that's that's something they need to to kind of look into. Yeah. Um, was, what was it called again? The the Ten Rings. I always pronounce it incorrectly. Oh, um, yeah. Shang-Chi and the Legend yeah, of the Ten Rings. Wrong. Yeah. Like that movie was great. You know, um although a lot of people didn't like it, I didn't understand I mean, okay, the dragon at the end was a little bit much. But before that point and after that point, it was good. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't the best Marvel movie, but I thought overall it was entertaining. Like I I watched it a few times afterwards, you know. It's it's an entertaining movie. You know. Uh Legion in chat says I saw a video on YouTube saying that Endgame was mediocre. Oh hell no! Endgame was mediocre. Who? Why? I, listen, Who I've that? said it a thousand times. My only gripe that it was like Avengers assemble. That was my only gripe yeah, with the whole movie. Yeah, I I would one hundred percent agree with you. I remember being in a theater. Everybody was hyped. Like yeah, oh man, they're all back. He's like Avengers. Yes, yes. Say it. Say it. Assemble. Like well, wait, why'd you lower your voice? <laughs> like, exactly. You have your hikes. Like I was just like, yo, you should be like Avengers Assemble, and then like went in there, like you well, know. Or even if you would have screamed Avengers, and then everyone else said Assemble, and they uh, went forward. Oh man, I know. How many know. people would have screamed their pants? I'm just yeah, saying. Seriously, uh, I am looking for it. yeah, Legion. If you find that, um, send send it to us in Discord for sure. Yeah. Uh, put it put it in the main chat or or the pop culture chat. Uh, also, anybody who has not joined our Discord, join our Discord. Uh, the link will be in the description below. You guys can catch us in there. Any extra content and special, uh, special YouTube, I mean, Discord channel for our Patreon members are in there as well. Yeah. Um, we're, all right. We're gonna we're gonna really start investing in our in our Patreon. 
yeah we have um, to man we have to because yeah, we yeah. we are we're, we're trying to do some more projects and uh the patreon is really going to help us do more projects outside of the podcast you know so yeah um all right our last topic for the night mandalorian season three is finally over it's finally done sadly enough it is um what were your thoughts los well what what did you think of mandalorian season three as a whole as a whole it was good but i the issue that i had with it was it almost felt like din jaren and mm. uh and grogu um felt like almost secondary characters during the season because they focused so much on Bo-Katan, you know, that that kind of upset me a little, you know. Um, That's actually kind of interesting. I didn't even think about that until you just said that just now. That That is kind of true. They were kind of secondary characters. Yeah. And so. at the end of the season, my thoughts are that the Mandalorian that they're talking about is not Din Djarin. It's Grogu. What do you mean? Because the title of the show is called The Mandalorian, right? Okay. But we're not following Din Djarin's story. We're following Grogu's story. <sighs> the way Grogu becomes a Mandalorian. Good point. Because he, okay. took the, he took the oath at the end. You know, spoilers. He took the oath <laughs> at the end of the season. <laughs> you know? Minor so, spoilers in this review, guys. Minor spoilers. We're not going to kill it for you guys, but yeah. minor spoilers. So, to me, I think this series is going to end with him wearing the helmet. And the Ooh. new trilogy that was announced is going to involve Grogu. See, that's the thing that... And, like, we're going to bounce back and forth a lot in this review because Mandalorian feels Wait, I'll like... I'll give it, you all the clues if you want the clues. Of why you think that's that um the series is really about grogu not din Djarin. okay well give me give me the clues okay one the original mandalorian okay um was a jedi who was also a mandalorian grogu is a, a jedi, jedi yeah who's also becoming a mandalorian that's true that's true the original mandalorian okay rode that animal which is the symbol of the mandalorians mm-hmm all right, Grogu has shown to communicate and control beasts. Ah. Remember when that Rancor went to, to go after them? Yeah. Who's the one who controlled it? Grogu. You, you're right. There's another clue. Okay. The, um, the, black, uh, the black saber, right, is no longer in existence. It got crushed and bent. And um, so they need a new symbol. A new sword to follow. Mm. All right. And the original Mandalorian created a, a unique lightsaber, and that became the symbol of the Mandalorian. So mm. Grogu has to, to be a true Jedi, you have to build your lightsaber. That is a good point because at first. Oh, wait, wait, um, wait. I'm not done. I'm oh, not okay. done. Okay. Okay. Here's the one thing that people don't realize the Mandalorian is the most Jewish science fiction show ever created. There are so many, and I literally watched a 45-minute video on this. Okay. There are so many um, parallels between uh, Jewish history and The Mandalorian. Everything from a certain set being strict on the rules mm -hmm. 
um, the 12 tribes of Israel, the 12 tribes of Mandalore, you know, um, a Messiah figure who is not Din Djarin, but is Grogu, you know, mm. and there's like all these different things because Jews in the Bible were warriors. Unfortunately, people think of Jews now, people think, oh, he's my accountant, he's my lawyer, he's my jeweler, he's this, that, and the other thing, you know, yeah. like all societies evolve and change, mm -hmm. you know, so if you, I, I got to find the link for you and send it to you. But if you look at it, all those clues are there that this series is not about Din Djarin, It's about Grogu. Grogu will eventually be either the leader of the Mandalorians or be one of the most important Mandalorians down the road. And I think with the Ray trilogy that was announced, I think you will see that come. I think it might even go so far as the new Jedi Academy is going to be on Mandalore. Mm, I mean, well, they did basically, in a sense... Oh, well, I still got this trailer playing right now. My bad. <laughs> Commercials. Uh, they did, in a sense, like rebuild Mandalore at the end of the season. They they got the forge back and everything like that. So they're in the process of rebuilding. Yeah. So I can see that possibly happening. Um, and as far as uh, Grogu being like this being his story, I mean, I guess you can kind of say, yeah, that it is. I mean, because we... Like, I was always in the mindset of thinking, like, yeah, we're following around Jinder and, and things like that. But we got to remember that Grogu plays a huge part in, like, this like this whole series so far has been about not just the adventures of Dinjarin, but the, the growth and the development of Grogu coming to his own. And I guess ever since you said that, I didn't even think about that until now, that that's, especially this last season, that's what it's all been about. It's about yeah. him getting better, you know, him getting his armor, you know, him, him training even more and him taking the oath like and this him learning to use weapons. Exactly. Like Roku played a major part in this season. And based off what you said, it does make sense. I liked it. I enjoyed it. But again, I kind of felt like he was taking a back seat. But if you look at it through the eyes of this is what uh, this story is about Grogu then you realize that all it did was really just highlight how Grogu is becoming the Mandalorian more and more. Like, you you saw a child in the beginning of the season take the oath. Yeah. You know, so you got to see how it happened. And I do really think the show's about Grogu becoming a Mandalorian. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I, I can definitely see that playing a part. I, I feel like if... Like as far as the future Star Wars movies, if they don't include Mandalorian in there, if they don't include Grogu in there, I feel like that is a major. I feel like that's a missed opportunity, you know, with these upcoming uh, Star Wars trilogy films, whatever they're doing. Um, I feel like that is a major opportunity for them to really uh, get people back into like the Star Wars movies again, you know, because people are loving Mandalorian. Why not put them on the big screen? Why not put yeah. Grogu on a big screen? You know. Um, I'm looking forward to Ahsoka. Ahsoka looks great. Uh, I'm, su I'm surprised that wasn't a movie. I thought they were going to make a movie of that. No. It's better but... as a series. You get to spend more time with the characters. Yeah. And I, I, I realized that the, the creators of Star Wars, or uh, they're, they're, they're realizing that. They're realizing that they telling a lot of these stories is probably going to be best doing it through a TV show. Because like we said, you are going to have more time you know, you get to introduce more characters and really focus on one or two characters. And so that way, when you come out with a Star Wars film and you show a character or two from a show that you already saw, then you already have that background. You yes. know what I mean? 
so yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to it man uh i do want to get your thoughts on the the star wars celebration that happened not too long ago they did announce that ray is coming back a lot of fans are not liking that how do you feel about that do, do you think ray coming back is a bad thing uh, i don't think ray coming back is a bad thing in the sense of you need to continue the skywalker saga and she considers herself a skywalker um but for me to truly enjoy those movies um oh my god wasn't even the character that was a black stormtrooper finn finn yeah finn needs to be a jedi I, I i was i was i was i think we talked about this before i was upset that he didn't become a jedi by the end of that trilogy and, and he, here's my thinking and here's my reasoning okay remove um what's his name samuel jackson mm -hmm. who's the other black jedi we did have a black jedi well as far as well we did see that one black Jedi in Mandalorian. Okay, him. Oh, by so, the way, you know who that was, right? No, who was that? I, that I, I was didn't know the who. actor who played Jar Jar Binks. Really? Yes. Get yes. out of here. Yes. Wow. That he was the actor who played Jar Jar Binks. That was but his redemption story. Is, I would love to see these two very British actors, okay, who have a history together to be Jedi. You know, yeah. maybe don't have Finn be a full blown Jedi. Maybe have him be a Force user, okay, but not quite reach the level of Jedi Knight, okay. Yeah. Um, because with the original trilogy, you had four characters that essentially did everything, and with the new movies, you need to create the same four characters. Um, um, the pilot—I forget what his character's name was. I forgot. I haven't seen those movies in so long. Finn, Ray, <laughs> and then uh, have another character, even if it's mm -hmm. a new one, and show this, you know. And my thinking is, you can have Grogu, maybe be that fourth one, or have him be in some conflict with Ray. Oh, that would be interesting. I think Grogu might be that missing piece from the television to the movies that would make sense and it would also allow the mandalorian series to continue growing let's say it goes for 10 seasons which is mm -hmm. a wish and a dream and i don't think it'll happen but let's say it happens for 10 seasons mm -hmm. you can still have the movies come out and still have stuff happen in the mandalorian you know that won't affect the movies too much yeah and you I have agree. a link between the tv shows and the movies i agree i agree i mean I don't, I just honestly in 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 terms of Ray, I just I hope whatever they do, they do it right. You know, we went this long without having a Star Wars film. I know they went back to the drawing board and trying to get things together and write a good story. Just don't mess it up, man. I I, I don't. A lot of people didn't like like the whole Ray situation. I didn't like it um, for the simple fact that I felt like they just gave her her powers and she didn't really earn it. In look, my opinion, okay, look. here's my opinion on that. When Star Wars was run by Jacqueline Kennedy, you get this trilogy. Not only do you get this trilogy, you get this trilogy that doesn't have a continuous flow and storyline. You have J.J. doing one movie. You have the other director doing the second movie. Screwed things up. J.J. came back and made the apology, which was The Rise of Skywalker, because it really was the apology. Yeah. Um, and because part two 
didn't really touch on things that were established in part one. Part three had to not only reestablish it, but repeat some of the original trilogy to get people to just say, okay, yeah, this one's worth it. So I think with under John Favreau and oh my god, what's his name? The other the other producer. I feel so bad that I don't fucking remember his name. Um, because he he was the one who did um the Clone Wars. Oh, um, geez, I forgot his name too. Dave Filoni. Okay. Under John Favreau and Dave Filoni, they understand what Star Wars is. They understand what Star Wars means to people, and they also understand that part of the the thing that people love so much about Star Wars is that it, it copied other genres and it turned them into space adventures. Because The Mandalorian Season 1 was a Western. Whether yeah. you believe it or not, it was a Western. That's what I loved about it, though. Like, even the music for, like, The Mandalorian just sounds like a Western song. I, I, I oh, love it. The music I, is amazing. I love it. Yeah, it's man. It's amazing. Literally, every time the show goes off, I sit there for the entire time and listen to the entire, like, outro and watch the outro art and everything. Like, I, I freaking love it, man. So good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the future of Star Wars is bright. Uh, the Star Wars Celebration gave us a lot of news about upcoming films and possible characters that might be coming back, possible Sith Lords, or, you know, that we might see and things like that. So, I mean, we're definitely going to try to stay up close and personal with everything that comes out in regards to the upcoming Star Wars films, games, I and content. Have, I do have a wish list for Mandalorian Season 4. Okay. Boba Fett. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you why. I don't know, man. Listen, and I'm going to tell you why. What is the one unique thing about Boba Fett that people didn't realize till he was on The Mandalorian? That he can fight? No. (laughs) Uh, I, I don't know. That his father was The Mandalorian. His father fought in the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His father. Got it, yeah. That's true. So I would like to see Boba Fett, you know, join the Mandalorian and the Mandalorian cause, right? Or maybe give him a surprise son and have the son join the Mandalorian cause and have him wear the armor. I mean, I guess if he, I mean, I don't know. If if he joins in on the show, I guess, sure, why not? Um, Because Mandalorian was... I mean, Boba Fett was okay when he was on the Mandalorian show, but when you watch Boba Fett the show, I thought it was boring. Jacqueline Kennedy. She got involved in the show, and literally Dave Filoni almost walked away from Star Wars because of her. Yeah, it was a a horrible show. And I'm a Star Trek fan, and I know this. (laughs) Even, even, Even my fan in chat, she says, stick to Star Trek, LOL, no to Boba Fett. Yeah, she didn't. Listen, she didn't. She didn't like Boba Fett as either. People, as much as people hated the Boba Fett series and that changed their opinion on Boba Fett, if you remove the series, people were obsessed with Boba Fett beforehand. Oh and, yeah, before that, yeah, I, I was one right. of them. But to 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 sort of make that character worthy again of all the love it had, you need to do something else. And the book of Boba Fett part, you know, season two is not going to do it. But him being added to the Mandalorian and him being an important, being part of an important episode, 
I'm not talking about being in the whole series, being a part of an important episode would do a lot to redeem the character and, yeah. and, and move that character more into a positive light. If he's, if he's in Mandalorian for a few scenes here and there, maybe an episode or two, I wouldn't mind that. That's fine. Uh, but like you said, if it's a show, I, I am not watching the Book of Boba Fett season no. two. I, I, will, I refuse. I'm not doing it. No. Honestly, I would watch it to see how bad it is to make fun of it. <laughs> to be uh, no, I'm being hundred percent honest. Oh, the book of it was trash. Yeah, um, it was. It was straight garbage. Again, the pacing problem. Like you know, it, it was like when it went to the sand people, it was really slow. And then when it went back to him trying to create his organization, it didn't move fast enough. You know. Yeah. Um, so I do think that he's an important part. The reason why we have Mandalorians is because of Boba Fett. And you need to realize that. Yeah. Everything that came about the Mandalorians is because of Boba Fett. And you need to redeem that character. And I think him being in an episode and doing something important, I think, would do a lot to redeem the character and would help move that story forward. And again, let's say he gets a magical son or they find that he's pregnant and you could have Boba Fett's son, you know, like, you know, Triple Fett or whatever the hell you want to call him. <laughs> you could even throw him in the Ray movies for something. Oh, you said... I just kind of think for, for the Ray trilogy to work, you need to add elements of Star Wars that are working now. And I do think yes. that, that Grogu is one of those elements. Um, because all the other shows, um the wrecking was it the wrecking crew? The the other show that's coming out? Uh, what Bad Batch? I think it was Bad Batch. Yeah, maybe maybe have Alpha from the Bad Batch be part of that. You know, yeah. like you have elements in current Star Wars that need to fit into the to the Ray trilogy to make people want to watch it. And believe it or not, you know, like you gotta have the kind of like everything from the Mandalorian came from Boba Fett. You gotta redeem Boba Fett. Put him in an episode. I don't need to see him for a whole season. I don't need to see a whole season of another The Book of the Boring Boba Fett. Um, the book, the book of the born bro. <laughs> but, but he, he's the reason why the Mandalorian exists. His character, yeah, who was debuted in the Star Wars Christmas special. Um, <laughs> so, random uh, fact I, I kind of think that he needs to be part of the Mandalorian series in an episode to kind of redeem the character and move him forward. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing him come back in the, in the series, like because, like you said, before that show, Boba Fett, book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I, I, I was a big fan. I was excited when we were getting a Boba Fett show. Everybody was excited, you know what I mean? Then we got that, and he was like, oh, what am I watching? Right, so. and by the end of the book of Boba Fett, everyone was like, oh, the Boba Fett show uh, should have been what The Mandalorian was. You know? Yeah, because they're thinking been. that the show is based on Din Djarin. But I personally think it's based on Grogu. That's why it was called The Mandalorian. The path of him becoming The Mandalorian. Mm. Mm. But that's just my opinion. Deep thoughts, deep thoughts. Um, so what is your wish list for season four? My wish list for season four, I want to see Grogu take that next big step. I want to see him older. Um, him as a baby was cute and fine for the first three seasons. I want to see him older. I want to see him obviously a little taller. So I want to see him doing more things and, you know, you know, like a baby, Yoda, you know, a baby Yoda kind of thing. Um, and I wouldn't mind seeing Boba Fett. I, I, I mean, I didn't think about that until you said it. I, I would want to see how that chemistry between those two characters develops in a in a new season, even if it is just a few episodes. 
um and um yeah i think that's the main thing i really want to see i just really want to see grogu really come into his own a little bit more in, in the next season right because so, here's the thing like i figured out a way they could add boba fett mm-hmm. you know the fleet gets hurt like you know her fleet needs to stop for repairs and din Jaren is like i've got a friend and then they fly into boba fett's town city whatever yeah and then he could be involved with helping them repair and you know and him just saying listen i would love to help you in the war but i've got to take care of my people says but i can give you weapons but i can give you this but i can give you that i can give you information i'll keep my eye on you and i'll help you any way i can but i can't join the war perfect done boba fett's redeemed (laughs) that's it he's redeemed all your own doing from your previous show is uh out of everybody's mind now yeah (laughs) Oh man, yeah, I I would like to see that. I would also like to see maybe see Ahsoka come back for one episode. What might Ahsoka, Ahsoka has to come back for the Ray series. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. So yeah, she's probably not going to come around for that. It's probably not because we don't know how long her species lives. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. She could be. Let's say her species could live 400 years. Okay, well, it's very plausible that she'd wind up talking to, to hanging out with Ray and maybe teaching Ray. Or yeah, teaching in the Jedi Academy. Her raised Je- Jedi Academy, or teaching Finn, or good friends with Grogu. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Legion of Chat says, "Speaking of Star Wars, may the Fourth be with you." Hey, man. Of course, of course. Uh, yeah, guys. Don't forget if you guys are watching this live, hit that like button. You guys will help the content with just a simple button push. Um. All right. Last question: Who was your favorite Jedi or Sith Lord? My favorite Jedi. Um. The one person I want to say I can't say because she is no Jedi. Okay. Ahsoka. Ahsoka she? is not a Jedi. She's not? I thought no. she was a Jedi. She never received the title of Jedi Master. She was only a Padawan. Her I, lightsabers uh... are white, which means she's a great, what they call a gray Jedi, a neutral Jedi. So she doesn't have the color green, which is for fighting. Blue is for defending. Yellow is a guardian. Purple is someone who uses dark, dark force, uh, dark force like powers as well as, but stays on the light side. Uh-huh. You know, I forget what the orange one means, but the colors of lightsabers mean what, uh, where, where you sit in the force. Did you know that? I did not know that. I just thought the yeah. colors of lightsabers was whatever color they pick when they were customizing it at the store. No, no, no. <laughs> it's literally like where you sit in the force. Oh wow. Okay, so, that's actually interesting. For me, it would be Ahsoka, but she's so like she says, she's no Jedi, so it's not her. My um, my second one would probably be the dude who wears the mask. The dude, the dude who wears the mask. Yeah, uh, the one who found Ahsoka. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, my friend. Google is my friend. She's. I gotta find out what episode Ahsoka was on. I think that that was last season. Plo Koon. Plo Koon, okay, okay. Plo Koon is my favorite. Okay, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. Um, let me see. If I had to pick one, I'll probably pick a Sith, Sith Lord, Sith Leader. Uh, I gotta go for um, Darth Maul. Wait, the question was Jedi, not Sith. Yeah, I said either your favorite Jedi or your favorite uh. Dark Lord or Sith Leader. 
Uh, Sith Lord. Okay, Sith Lord. Darth Maul. I figured as much. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why'd you figure as much? It's the aesthetics of it. You love aesthetics. Like yeah. You love things that are very well designed. And that character was very well designed. Like, from the uh, moment you saw him, you had no doubt he was a bad guy. And you had no doubt he was a tough guy. Just from his look. Yeah. Oh, he, he he's... It's such a shame that he dies in that movie. I, 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 I feel like I've probably talked about this before, but I really uh, wish... Have you not watched The Clone Wars? Um, I never got around to The Clone Wars. I do want to watch well, it, though. guess what? He survives. Oh, really? Have you not watched Star Wars Rebels? Because he's in that one, too. Oh, okay. I'm talking about live action, though. But yeah, I guess I can go check that out. I guess I can you check that to. out. Yeah. You need to. <laughs> when I tell you it really opens your eyes to who that character is, all the missed opportunities they had with that character came out of those cartoons. Personally, I think in the prequel trilogy, it should have been um, Darth Maul all the way till Darth Vader killed him, and then he took his place. That's how I think it should have happened. Mm, okay. Okay. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. I, I just... That would have been a good opportunity, you know. I like you said, there there was a lot of missed opportunities with you know them killing him so quick, like one movie, one freaking movie. Like you could have at least gave that man a trilogy or something, you know, maybe maybe two trilogies, one movie. Come on. Well, awesome you know character. he also shows up in, in the in the the Han Solo movie, right? Did he really? I don't yes, remember seeing him. Kira at the end was talking to Darth Maul over the hologram. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. I forgot. Damn, I haven't seen that movie in so long. And not only that, if you watch the cartoons, you know that Darth Maul took over the Mandalorians. Really? I didn't know yeah. that. Wow. See. And there's... You can put, look for it You can look for it on YouTube. Darth Maul and Ahsoka fight, and it is literally one of the best lightsaber battles you've ever seen on screen. Wow. That's one deep. of the best. If one, if not one of the best, the best. That's big. That's big. That, that, that's big even coming from you. <laughs> like that's, and that's not huge. only that, it was motion captured. Really? So they 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 the act the original actor who played Darth Maul, right? He was mm. in the mocap suit to do all of Darth Maul's moves. Wow. And I forgot who the girl was, but she's a, a no martial artist. Yeah. And like, you'll see there are certain moves that he does in the cartoon as Darth Maul that you only saw in the first uh, of the prequel movies. Mm -hmm. You know, like the way he jerks the lightsaber back and forth. Like, if yeah. you look at it, you're like, yo, that's really is Darth Maul because it did motion capture. Wow. That's and big. I'm a Star Trek fan, and I know this. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch a lot of the uh, Star Wars animation. Like that's that's just my thing. I I don't watch a lot of the I don't watch a lot of animation in general, to be honest with you. Honestly, so that's that that's probably why I I miss a lot of that. Here's the thing: Clone Wars, amazing. I honestly I think one of the best um, animated series you could watch. Honestly, yeah, I, the I, best I, animated series you could watch. I did hear that Clone uh, Wars was amazing. I mean, that's where they got Ahsoka from too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Star Wars Rebels was. Better than okay, but not quite good. Okay. But it did move a lot of the, the story forward. And it also Ahsoka was in it too, so it moves her story forward too. Mm -hmm. And by the way, she fights Darth Vader in, in Rebels. Oof. Nice, uh, nice. The third one, 
was just pure trash. Oh, really? Computer generated. Like, I was interested in watching it because it was to be a continuation of Ray and Finn and everybody else. And I couldn't get past the first episode. Oh, man. Um, but I'm telling you, those two series are worth watching because it is every much Star Wars as anything that's been out there. It is more Star Wars than the Ray, the, than the than the Skywalker than the last trilogy. The last, wow! With the Ray Skywalker trilogy, it is more Star Wars than that. That's it deep. is worth the watch. It is one hundred percent worth the watch. All right, all right, okay. Got got to add that to my long list of watch watched up to watch. You know what I mean? Eventually. Yeah. Um, but okay. So I mean, like I said, you know, we have we have a lot coming up from Star Wars. Seems like Star Wars is really starting to kick back into gear with their uh, upcoming films even content we just got the release of star wars uh of jedi survivor that just recently came out people are loving that uh are you planning on playing jedi survivor the, the new star wars game Most. um i don't very you know what i believe it or not i can actually borrow the game from the library really the they, they have yeah, oh, my you local know library lends out ps5 games you could have it for two weeks ps5 games at that wow that's actually yeah. kind of surprising so when it goes to the library i'm going to borrow for two weeks and if i like it i'll you know i'll buy it um but i couldn't get past the first game i thought it was it became too difficult for no reason it became too difficult on the early levels for no reason me as a very very casual gamer i was like you know i rage quit oh um, okay so you know like when you spend literally a month trying to get past one single spot in the game <laughs> i was done he's like i'm not done. doing this right i'm um, not doing and again, this maybe it's because i didn't you know get any powers or training that i needed to to do it effectively but you know i'm, I'm willing to try the game okay i haven't I haven't played it yet but i, I do i do want to jump into it eventually i just don't want to spend 70 dollars right now for it so uh the other thing is i wonder if that character is going to make it into the ray trilogy people are saying that uh the jedi fallen order and the jedi survivor series so far is is canon it's star wars canon now they have officially announced that so there is a chance that we could see that character come into an upcoming star wars movie tv show whatever so I'm, i'm actually pretty excited about that um can't wait to see that and like the actor that that plays that character in, in motion capture in the game he actually trains with the lightsaber doing motion capture and all that so he does the moves he's ready to go if they say hey we want join mandalorian you Absolutely. know uh i think his little robot that he has bb8 or something like that i think something that's what like that. uh his robot was in the mandalorian i think i, I believe A model it was in... of that robot was in the mandalorian yeah so that's when they officially made it canon at that yeah. point. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, if he does join the uh, live action, I think that will be pretty freaking amazing. Yeah, I agree. Um, Legion in chat says, uh, it's a hit or miss, really, what I heard and seeing around. He's talking about the latest Star Wars game. Hit or miss. Okay. I guess it depends on your taste, honestly. What the one thing I heard about it is, is you get all the powers you're supposed to that you would have gotten if you beat the first game in the second game so he didn't forget everything so he continues from that point forward i do like that a lot of games don't do that but yeah. a lot of games have a hard time making that progression going from a previous game to a new game so but yeah. i do like that. That, that that's pretty cool it shows the progression of him as a jedi 
Yeah. Um, and the thing is, too, what I like about Star Wars succeeding is that it forces Star Trek to get better. And when Star Trek gets better, it forces Star Wars to get better. You know, Star Trek came first, then came Star Wars, but I, they, the, both of them kind of depend on each other to push each other forward in quality. True. True because indeed. Because the volume was first created for The Mandalorian, and now that's used in Star Trek, but in Star Trek it's called the holodeck. Ah. Uh. <laughs> you know, so I, 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 for me, for when Star Wars succeeds, it forces Star Trek to succeed. And I think that the Mandalor the quality of the Mandalorian is one of the things that made the quality of Star Trek Picard season three better. Mm. Competition because, brings the best out of everybody. Right. Because the Mandalorian sets such a high bar, Star Trek had to meet it or exceed it. True. So That's for true. me, both, with both of them, I'm a Star Trek fan, but there are certain things of Star Wars I will watch. But because I'm a Star Trek fan, I'm much more critical of Star Wars because I look at it more from the story point of view. You know, good example is Obi-Wan, where a lot of people thought it was wonderful, and I just thought it was just really boring. Blah. Yeah. Just boring. I just kind of think if they would have cut down two episodes and edited the whole thing together, it would have been better. Yeah. Okay. You know, it was just too doom, doom and gloom from a character that we've all loved and enjoyed and was always so positive. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's the same thing it did to Luke Skywalker, and I think there was a very big disservice to those characters. I feel you. I feel you. Um, well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be it for our episode. Um, we're going to jump into our recommendations real quick. Uh, Los, do you have any recommendations for the beautiful people before we yes, get out of here? I have a musical recommendation. Lay it uh, on me. For me, it is the song Blackbird, performed by Lady Blackbird. Um, I first discovered this song because there was a house version of that song that Eric Murillo played on his last um, show before he committed suicide. Oh, wow. Um, and I knew Eric. You know, he's from Union City. Like, you know, I, I knew the guy. I'm not going to say it was his best friend or anything like that because that's not the truth. But I knew the guy back then, and uh, I listened to his last show, and I heard that song, and I loved it. So my recommendation is the song Blackbird by Lady Blackbird. If you like that smooth jazz, heavy bass sound, it's a song I rec It's a song and, and an artist I would recommend. Wow. Okay. I mean, my recommendation is pretty similar. It is a music uh, recommendation. Uh, Andrew Bird, I just recently discovered him uh, on uh, Apple Music, just scrolling through different songs, trying to find a different sound. Uh, Andrew Bird uh, has like almost like that soulful rock kind of sound. Uh, he's been making music since 96. He's done 16 studio albums. Uh, definitely check him out. If, if you guys want something that's soulful uh, and just have a lot of excellent instrumentation, check him out, man. That, that guy has a great voice. I love his music so far. I've listened to like maybe a, a handful of his albums. So yeah, give it a try if that's what you guys are looking for. Yep. Um, so yeah, other than that, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, I know it's been a while, but we're back. Uh, KJ and Lose are back. Um, Definitely want to start putting out some more content for you guys. Don't forget to check out the patreon.com forward slash jhouse radio if you guys want to support the podcast or just hit the like button on YouTube, subscribe, or leave us a review on the audio side of things that will support us as well. Uh, any other words, Los, before we get out of here? Uh, don't forget to give us five stars or more. It helps get more eyes on the show and more ears on the show. 
So if you could, that'd be awesome. Um, you can review us and wherever you listen to podcasts, where it be Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, or anything else that you listen to, don't forget to see us there. Uh, our Patreon will be updated soon. Um, we still have to get into discussions as far as what we're going to update, but we're going to put exclusive content for our Patreon um, members. And um, we might even add another show there, which we're not sure we're going to do. It's still one of the things we're working on. Yeah. Um, and again, exclusive for Patreon. Um, so, guys, don't forget to watch on YouTube. Listen to where you listen to podcasts. Don't forget you can make suggestions. As a patron member, you can ask questions. And, um, yeah, just be good to each other. Be happy. And don't forget, love, peace, and chicken grease. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Legion and chat. Thank you for always as as uh, chatting it up in the chat. And uh, Legion, will... you're awesome. Yes, man, for sure. And I'll, I'll keep you guys up to date on that uh, chocolate bunny uh, mission that we got going on right now. Hopefully, we don't have to review Bluey or you know ponies or whatever she said before. You know earlier. It's all so... up to you, bro. You better come up with those chocolate bunnies. <laughs> I know. All right, guys. We're gonna get out of here. Like Lo says, peace, love, and chicken grease. Catch you guys on the flip side.